Hey folks, Colin Richards here. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Proud to be coming to you today along with a team of investment advisors at Lord & Richards. We are Denver's front-range biblical-based firm helping folks every single day become financially independent. By financially independent, I mean able to live and to love, to do those things that God has given you to do for the kingdom, for those you love, and have the financial wherewithal to do that without looking back. Uh, Here at Lord & Richards, we offer and we provide strategies that are designed to help you prosper through both good times and bad. We know markets go up and down. We know economies rise and fall. We want to help you create sort of a economic bubble (laughs) to live in where you're not so negatively impacted when the markets do the bad swings down and where you can still participate in the positive upswings up. Uh, We'd love to chat with you about your specific questions. We offer a complimentary visit. Give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. And again, if you're just jumping on, this is Colin Richards. And today we're going to be talking about Social Security and you, part two. Last week we had a had a uh, kind of an introduction to some of the unique challenges and uh, changes taking place in Social Security. And for those of you that have yet to take that benefit, we just want to continue that discussion today and really round out that discussion today to help us have a complete understanding why Social Security is so important if you're eligible and why it's so important to have guidance. You know. If you want to get retired, you've got to have income. There is no such thing as retirement or financial independence, as we call it, without having income. And that income needs to have a few features. It has to be, number one, it's got to be reliable. When we're working a job, what kind of job is going to make us happy where we can't count on that paycheck coming each and every month, right? That wouldn't be a very happy place to work. And for the same reason, we need to have streams of income, multiple streams of income in retirement that are reliable. The studies that that point to this area tell us that multiple streams of income provide a greater sense of security during retirement than just one, such as Social Security. It's incredibly difficult to live on just one stream of income nowadays with the extremely high cost of living here across the front range in particular. So it's got to be reliable. But secondly, to stay retired, to remain financially independent, it needs to be sustainable. It's got to last throughout your entire lifetime, right? It's, it's not going to do us a lot of good to have income sources that die out as we get older. Sometimes people erroneously think that, well, maybe I should plan on spending less as I get older. You know, maybe I won't be moving as fast, those kinds of things. But my experience is that your your standard of living may actually go up in retirement. And for that reason, thirdly, we need to have income that increases in order to preserve that standard of living. So it's got to be reliable. It comes month in and month out. It's got to be sustainable. It lasts your entire lifetime and the lifetime of your spouse and it has to increase to reflect the higher cost of living that each one of us will likely face in the days ahead. So reliable, sustainable, increasing income. That's what Social Security provides in part to our clients. If you're eligible, in other words, if you haven't worked a different type of job where you didn't pay into Social Security, perhaps you have a military pension or another type of government pension where you have to pull back on that benefit because you didn't participate, uh, 
But for those of us who are in that program, it's extremely important to get it, get it right, to understand it, first of all, and then to be able to navigate it. If you're just jumping on, this is Colin Richards leading a team of investment advisors at Lord & Richards. We're Denver's biblical investment advisors, and today we're talking about Social Security and you, why it's important to get this right. And let's talk a little bit about basics today. If you'd like to chat with us, uh, we offer a complimentary second opinion opportunity to share with us your goals, dreams, the things that you would do if you were financially independent. Give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. And we always encourage folks to hop online, get to know us better. 720-372-0400 or check us out at lordandrichards.com. So let's talk about the basics, okay? Social Security was never designed to be for all the income needs that you have in retirement. Is that a surprise to you? Uh, way back at the beginning, when the system was established, one of the justices who ruled in an important Social Security case said, the hope behind this statute is to save men and women from the rigors of the poorhouse. Okay, that's the idea. And when Social Security got rolling years ago, Folks' life expectancy was much shorter, and and the typical person retiring perhaps around 60 was passing away in the early 60s when the program got its start. So it was never intended to last 20, 25, 30 years as it does today. And so you can imagine that places some stress upon the system. So one of the questions I get a lot is, will Social Security be there for us? You know, can we count on this benefit? Because we read, you know, if you get your green sheets, download them now. You don't get the mail. But if you download those green sheets from ssa.gov, socialsecurityadministration.gov, get your account open. That's one of the important things you need to do. Go there, get your account open. Double check your earnings history. That's something else that's important. Make sure there aren't any errors because there are error years sometimes, and that's going to show up as a zero on your earnings statement. You need to make sure that's reported correctly to get your benefits right. But when you go there, you're going to read statements by the trustees of Social Security saying, hey, if we don't get this fixed, we're going to have a problem. And a lot of folks have asked me, hey, Colin, are we, are we going to have Social Security? You know, do I just depend totally on myself and not rely upon it? Well, it's not as bad as that for a couple of reasons. Number one, the Social Security trustees tell us that even if Congress can do nothing else, even if our government can't put together a solution for the continual budgetary problems in the Social Security system, and these date really to the point at which boomers started retiring, baby boomers really flushed the system with cash and now they're draining it at an epic rate, living longer, retiring earlier and so forth. But if nothing is done to fix the trust fund, that surplus is going to be diminished to the point where, oh, in about 2034, according to the trustees, folks' benefits are going to drop to about 79% of what they would normally have gotten. Now, I know that sounds bad, but it's a lot better than what most people come to me saying. They, they're coming to me saying, hey, Colin, um, you know, Social Security is going to be gone. I shouldn't even count on it. No, the group that needs to be concerned is younger Americans, and uh, that's really anybody under 55 where we're, we're going to see the following, and we're already seeing the following. Number one, it, it's taking longer to qualify for full retirement age when you get your quote-unquote full benefit. So it used to be 66. If you were born before 1955, 
your full retirement age when you got your full quote unquote benefit was 66. But for those born after 1955, that benefit got pushed out, the full retirement age, till eventually by the time those who are born in 1960, it's 67 now, okay? And no doubt, no doubt, that's just too easy for Congress to keep pushing back the qualification ages. So look to that, plan on that, uh, account for that. And this is why it's so important. I'm gonna hit the pause button here on Social Security. It's so important that you hook up and connect with wise counsel when it comes to income planning. Because we're gonna talk a lot about maximizing or, or getting the most out of Social Security. But if you do that in a vacuum, let's say you go and use somebody's calculator, the one on the Social Security side, or Dr. Lawrence Kotlikoff, most famous calculator out there, all of those are gonna be independent of your other income sources. And you may well make a mistake when you consider Social Security by itself. So you need to be already thinking, even as we dive into this discussion about Social Security, you need to be thinking, how are my other assets going to fill in? Because if you look at the data from the Social Security Administration, the average American only sees about a third of their income in retirement coming from Social Security. Is that a surprise to you? Yeah, just a third. With the other two-thirds coming potentially from uh, additional work, who wants to who wants to be working when they're supposed to be financially independent? Uh, there is a lucky few who will have pensions. Some folks have had the opportunity to have government or private pensions, so that's great. And then your additional assets, your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, your savings, trusts, whatever it is that you've saved to rely on, depend on, so you can be financially independent, step away from the job and fulfill God's mission for your later life, okay? And a lot of us have great plans, and I talk to you every single day, and I love to hear what you plan on doing. If you're just jumping on, this is Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. We're talking about Social Security and how important it is to get it right, to claim at the right time, to understand it, and to have counsel and guidance as you begin to prepare to take those benefits. So we're talking about who really is likely going to see reduction in benefits because of some of the problems in the program if they're not repaired or fixed by Congress. And it's a big deal. You're going to see greater taxation of your Social Security check. You know, today, if you get Social Security and you're married, you're going to have an opportunity, if you file jointly, to earn a total of $32,000 in what's called combined income. That's half your Social Security check, all your other adjusted gross income, as well as your um, non-taxable interest. It's called combined income. That's not a lot of headroom. If you make more than that $32,000, you're going to experience taxes on the Social Security check itself, which just really doesn't seem right. (laughs) You know, we always viewed Social Security as a tax because it's just deducted right out of the paycheck, and here it is getting taxed again. So 50% of your benefit, if you... If you uh, make more than 44000 you'll see 85%. 85% of that check will get chopped up, and part of it will come out for taxes. So we're going to likely see that increase. We're also going to see, for the younger generation, uh, reduced cost of living adjustments. Uh, right now, Social Security averages around 1.7, 1.8, 1.9% over the last decade. 
with some years being a zero, which is really painful when your Medicare premiums go up. But what we're likely to see is redefining cost of living, redefining inflation in favor of the government so that they don't have to increase your check so much. So do you think it's important that in addition to Social Security, we be talking about other sources of income? Absolutely. You're going to hear that theme today. Here is an encouraging statement from then House Majority Leader in 2012 from Eric Cantor. He said, anyone 55 or older in this country has got to know their Social Security benefits will not be changed. So by now, those folks would be, you know, about 60 years old. And so for the group that's just getting ready to qualify, you're probably on the safe side of this discussion. So anybody really younger than 60 now, it has to look at the possibility that you're going to have potential later retirement date, greater taxation when you do take those checks and reduce cost of living adjustments. Okay, so those are some of the unique challenges. But that aside, knowing that most of us are likely to have at least 80% of the benefits that are showing up on our statement, even if Congress does nothing, we also need to understand that Social Security will not replace your entire income stream when you retire. I think most of us get that. But let me just give you a few numbers. If you earn about 14000 a year, so if you're way down on the earning scale, Social Security will replace approximately 60% of your income. So Social Security, just like our tax system, is designed to favor those who earn less. So it'll replace more of your income. However, if you earn 110000 so if you're now moving up into the upper middle class, Social Security will, will replace only 28%. And if you're really doing well and earning about 220000 a year, Social Security is only going to replace about 14% of your income. So this, of course, has to do with the fact that Social Security um, taxes are only taken out up to a certain amount of income. This year, 2017, if you earn up to $122,700, all of that will be subject to Social Security tax. 6.2 for you and 6.2 for your employer, or you pay both if you're self-employed. Anything over and above that, you don't have to pay any additional into the system. So obviously the system is designed to sort of die out past a certain income level, and you can see that in the numbers I'm giving. So Social Security, here's the point, isn't going to be everything. But it is going to be an important piece, and we need to take care how we do this because let me give you a few numbers to give you some equivalent. Let's say, let's say Social Security is paying a cost of living adjustment of, say, um, 2.8%, okay, one of the higher periods. So if that's, if that's our good fortune over the next 10 years and Social Security gives you a 2.8% cost of living adjustment each year, and your benefit is 2000 a month, you're going to collect about $300,000. Yeah, that's a big deal. If you live 20 years in retirement taking Social Security, at that rate, you'll collect well over 600000 and over 30 years, well over $1.1 million. So depending on the length of your Social Security, you've really got to get this right. And the system only gives you one chance to do it. No more do-overs. We used to be able to do that before 2012. You know, you could go back and repay Social Security. Uh-uh, not anymore. You can, you can change your mind within 12 months of claiming, but after that, you're stuck. So let's get it 
right. This is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. I'd love to chat with you. Today's topic is Social Security, but our investment advisory team focuses every single day on helping our clients become financially independent from a biblical point of view. We have five core biblical values. You can find them on our website, beginning with the fear of the Lord and ending up with leaving a great legacy for those that we love. And right in between are all those key factors of being financially independent, not being in debt, not taking unnecessary risk, and making sure we care for one another in old age. If you'd like a guide, a counselor, or someone to just talk to about your unique retirement or financial independence needs, give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. And please check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So now, why is it so important? Well, I've already told you. It can make a difference of, uh, or the benefits that you accumulate over the years could accumulate to hundreds of thousands, if not well over a million dollars. In addition, when you compare those who take Social Security at the worst time, which is at 62, to those who take it at the latest time, and everything in between, it can make a difference over the average person's life of up to 76% more monthly income or a quarter million dollars or more over time in your pocket. You say, well, Colin, my philosophy is get it while you can. Well, there are a few reasons why you might want to do that. Okay, If if that's your philosophy, it might be because you're in bad health or you believe you have a short life expectancy or perhaps you can't make it without taking that social security income. Maybe you can't keep working or your other income sources aren't reliable, sustainable, and increasing. So you need it now. If you need it now, that's fine. But for those who do not need it now, I would urge you to set aside that get it while you can mentality because the real challenge in social security isn't getting it while you can, it's making it last and reflect the rising cost of living over your lifetime. And if the highest earner takes their benefits too early, it could even go on to affect their surviving spouse who now has to live with a smaller dollar amount, maybe well into their 90s, depending on the health and the life expectancy that they're blessed with. So should we just get it while we can? Most likely not. We've relied upon the expert advice of some of the best minds out there in income, social security, and risk preservation. Uh, Dr. Lawrence Kotlikoff of Boston University, Dr. David Babel of the Wharton School, Dr. Moshe Malevsky of York University, and on and on. We're not leaning here upon conjecture. We're, We're leaning upon some of the greatest minds in Social Security and retirement planning. That's what you get when you team up with a group of investment advisors who are not just advisors but counselors designed to guide you through this difficult process of trying to claim at the right time. And here's the tough part. Social Security has nobody on staff who is paid to advise you on how to maximize your benefits and get them right. They'll tell you what the results are depending on when you take them, but there's nobody allowed to advise you on maximization. So it's critical you get that advice and counsel. Did you know that 70% of people are taking Social Security at the absolute worst time? therefore missing out on potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars in benefits? Yeah. So you might be asking, well, Colin, okay, I'm listening. I want to make sure I claim at the right time. How do I, how do I know how much my check's going to be? Well, it depends on 
your 35 highest years of earnings. So that's why I told you at the beginning of the show, run out to Social Security, either either go to the office or open an account online. And you can check your earnings history. Your statement will be right there. And double check and make sure those numbers look right. And especially if there's zeros, make sure you get that corrected so your check will be correct. So they're going to look at your 35 highest years. Then they're going to look at what age you are when you're ready to receive those benefits. And the age makes a big difference. Um, For every year from age 62 to age 66, your benefit goes up an average of a little over 6%. So, wow, that's, a, that's kind of a cool investment. <laughs> By waiting four years from 62 to 66 or even beyond into 67, you're averaging somewhere north of 5 to 6% increase in your benefit a year, which is like seeing an equivalent pool of money that's going to provide you income elsewhere grow 5 to 6% every single year. That's, that's pretty good. As a matter of fact, for those who are able to continue to work and can to afford to maximize their benefit, Waiting till 70 increases that benefit by 8% simple interest annually. Quite remarkable. A 6 to 8% average return compared to what stocks have done the last 17 years. You've heard me quote that data, but it's just stunning. When you look from January of 2000 to January of 2017, a 2.85% average return on the S&P 500. Wow. So stocks are, are, are right now soaring in some regards year to date they're okay four to five percent but really over the last uh five years averaging north of 12 percent so they sound great but when you look at the long-term scenario you may not be getting that benefit in exchange for the risk why put up the 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 capital take the risk and not get rewarded social security may be a better growth opportunity for you than the stock market Bonds averaging very low, 2 to 3%. CDs less than 1%, depending on the time frame. Money market, again, less than a half a percent. Social Security, 5 to 8%. So it might be worth it or in your best interest to take a little time before taking that benefit. Maybe even draw upon other sources. If you're just tuning in, this is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Speaking on behalf of our wonderful team of investment advisors and our entire Lord & Richards family, serving clients throughout the front range and across the country uh, every single day, sitting down to help discuss and then implement strategies that will help you achieve financial independence. By financial independence, we mean the freedom to not fear financially to be able to go do what God's put on your heart. Spend time with the grandkids, travel, get involved and engaged in local ministry, or just be with family. Give me a call, 720-372-0400. We're ready right now to chat with you, 720-372-0400. So how do we maximize these benefits? How do we make sure that we get the most out of it? Well, I've obviously said that you can delay until 70, but there's also some other strategies where you might not want to delay till 70. For example, did you know that if the highest earner takes their benefit at 66, that their spouse, whether or not they ever earned enough to really get much of a benefit on their own, can take 50% of the highest earner's benefit if they're at least 66 as well? What an incredible opportunity. So if both parties are 66 or higher, the spouse can take 50%. 
Now, sometimes uh, the lower earner might be younger, so they might have to wait a couple of years before kicking that on. But what's really wonderful is it may also mean that that younger earner's benefit increases by six to 8% every single year, depending upon their age. So what a credible way to maximize benefits without waiting till 70. We're going to continue our discussion a little bit longer next week and talk about optimizing your income from all sources, not just Social Security. And I'm going to explain to you some of the critical reasons why you need to look beyond just Social Security. You need to look just beyond some of these gimmicky calculators that everybody's talking about and sit down with a planner and develop a comprehensive financial independence roadmap. That's what we'd love to do for you as well. Uh, We're one of the relatively few Uh, advisors out there who are taking the time to develop a comprehensive plan to ensure that you've taken the time to get a written plan to make sure your money doesn't run out, a risk management plan to make sure you don't lose your hard-earned savings, and of course, a plan to make sure you don't leave your money to the government in nursing homes. Give us a call, 720-372-0400. This is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. We'd love to chat with you, 720-372-0400.